0: Welcome back, friends. Once again, we'd like to thank you for giving us your precious time in order to listen to the show. Also, keep sending us questions so that we can keep answering them with our amazing, flawless execution. And then also remember to keep sending us your feedback because we want what you want, a better show.
1: did oh well Not for me anyway one day
0: when you cry you'll know why you deserve it <laughs> so
1: i hope she doesn't listen to
0: this i hope she does so she knows how bad you feel
1: <laughs> i know actually i did apologize to her though like a couple years ago like i did i did apologize to her I was, like i was like straight up i'm like yeah i was a bit of a fuckboy, boy so uh sorry <laughs> yeah did she was... ever send you nudes uh no
0: any videos of her touching herself no you should have left her right away <laughs> there's no point keeping that kind of negativity around <laughs> There's so much more positivity out there. So how do you uh, make friends with people when you move to a new town?
1: Um, so, every like, friend I've pretty much made has been straight, directly related through work. So you're at
0: the age where you're not you're not in school. Because school is a good place for people to meet, yeah. right? Yeah. But also meeting somebody in school is difficult because they already have all their friends. And they don't really want to hang out with the new people. Yeah. So that's got to suck. No,
1: like pretty much everybody that i met has been like a direct correlation through either work or actually one of the the motor club that i run i've met some friends through there but it's mainly been work friends but work friends are the best friends i think
0: oh no i don't, I don't disagree with you i've had countless adventures from work people oh yeah i'm I having count- one I right countless now Countless
1: stories with work people
0: uh like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> well there was the time that i had johnny keenan bobby and chris in my car and we decided... This is just after I got brand new Kia Soul. Not even a thousand kilometers on it. I decided to stuff my car with people and see how fast it could go. How fast did it go? It got 210 kilometers an hour. Nice. Yeah. It was great until the train tracks came off. <laughs> yeah, so that was a little sketchy. Um, but there was other times too. Uh, me, Johnny, and Keenan went to Edmonton. Johnny was trying to flirt with the waitress... And was bombing horribly And we decided to leave his phone number for the waitress His real phone number? His real phone number Nice I don't think she ever called
0: Not nice? Not <laughs> nice
1: Oh, back home I used to do Kabuki Do you cat. find
0: it weird that you say back home
1: even though you live here?
0: Like this is where your home I've is I've said
1: that like, yeah, I know I just realized oh, yeah. I've said that like seven times
0: Back home? Back,
1: back home. home Yep. It's, yeah Back in my hometown So this is your house but that's your home? This is my home? house but my home's over there Don't tell the wife <laughs> But there was, uh, I used to drive Kabuki cab. Those little pedal cars, and then you, they, you don't, you've never seen a Kabuki cab? Like, like in, like, China? Yeah. You lived in China? No, like, we had those in Victoria. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you pedal on, it's like, it's a bike, you, do a, it's like a, um, the tri, whatever the hell it is. Tricycle. Yep. There we go. Holy crap. Um, but so yeah, this- it's like, there's a one person, you, you pedal, yeah. and then you can carry around two people, or there's a cart where you can carry two more, you four people five people six people if it's they're small enough, yeah it was frozen solid and uh everybody's just like oh well and and i never had any heat in the in the truck oh you, you didn't need it and everybody's just like oh put a piece of cardboard in front of your grill I'm like what the fuck yeah. is a piece of cardboard? i know when i kept do? seeing
0: that i was like why do people yeah like cardboard? what
1: i'm like all right whatever stuffed a piece of cardboard in there it worked yeah i was like what the hell yeah
0: it's not a heater. It's just an uncolder. Yeah, I guess. Do d- you d- colder. colder? I don't
1: know. But yeah, yeah I was like, all right, uh, score one for Alberta, <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> Do you remember me talking to you about moving out here? And I told you there was a pivotal moment in my life. Yes, that happened. And if that hadn't had happened, I wouldn't have moved out here. Yeah. And then I asked you to backtrack all your steps of, you know, finding the roommate and you know. Pretending you're going to bang her and don't And <laughs> driving on the flat roads Down to the point where that one moment That you had that made you just move Yeah Do you remember what that was?
1: It was My Chemical Romance Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge And can you explain
0: <laughs> How that's supposed to make sense? So
1: what it was is um, I was not living not far from A um, future shop at the time uh, If we're going back to the Twilight Zone here Future shop was before Best Buy yeah, And there was a sale on CDs, three for ten bucks or something like that. And, and that's before streaming. And this was, yeah, before streaming, too. Um, Napster was still around, I think, or LimeWire, maybe. Yeah. I think, Or maybe at this time we were just using YouTube to MP3 conversion. Yeah. Something. <laughs> something. And uh, so, yeah. And then I was going to Future Shop to go and buy some CDs. And then one of the ones I was looking for was My Chemical Romance, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. And as I'm heading down there, the complex also had a Sears. And i seen this now hiring thing. And I'm like, huh. So I go in there and I ask Where were me, you
0: working before? Like
1: I was, where, where was I working? I was working at Excess Cargo. It was like liquidation world. Okay. Essentially. Um, and yeah, it was, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be going anywhere. But um, for 18, 19 year old kid. Yeah, It was good enough I think I was 18 or 19 No, I was 20 21, oh Jesus Christ Well, anyway. podcast
0: over, Randy's lying <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know how old I am now But uh, yeah, I know So I went in and seen what, uh, asked what um, uh, positions they were hiring for And they were hiring for electronics I'm like, alright, cool, yeah like I like electronics and stuff like that So ended up um, dropping off a resume later I did get the CD, um, and I think I still have the CD, actually. I think it's upstairs. Yeah, no, and then ended up working there for a little bit, and then a few years later, one of my internet friends, because Nexopia was all the rave then. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And one of my internet friends was like, hey, I'm moving, and I'm looking for a roommate. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure if I stay on the island in six months, I'm probably going to be hanging from the rafters, so why not? <laughs> Do
0: something different.
1: Yeah, and so I ended up, um, it was May when we started discussing it, and then July when I started moving stuff out, and then August 1st was my first day here. So, uh, yeah
0: And you worked at Sears right? and, uh, Yeah and Cause the, for me it was the part time work
1: Yeah No and for me And yeah they actually uh, When I approached Sears And told them like I was thinking of moving They actually found a position for me At the Sears store out here
0: This really creepy guy At HR it's like I got the position for you <laughs> It's called doggy style You'll love it And you're like I don't, I don't want to move I, I, anymore I,
1: I, I, I'll, I'll stay
0: Or you're like Holy shit Can I get the job right now <laughs> You're in luck as he closes the door, turns off
1: the lights, puts out some Barry White. Barry White as a candle, comes <laughs> out of your desk. Yep. But um, yeah, no, and then I uh, worked at the Sears out here. And then shortly after, move- I think I August 1st was when I moved out here. And I think my first day working for you was August 10th. Time. <laughs> and then met my girlfriend just after my birthday in september and ended up yeah it was november middle of november when me and her started being official and stuff like that and then yeah
0: so what you're saying is you move quickly
1: Ab- apparently i didn't know i did but now that i'm starting <laughs> to write down the <laughs> time wait a I minute mean, wait
0: she's got my kid as well and we bought a house
1: <laughs> well because i met her in november and april she was pregnant with marie
0: <laughs> i mean not all her fault
1: no, no, uh, my polo game is weak. Uh, apparently, I tell you, man, back door all the way. <laughs> no babies ever. Well, it's like Joe Rogan said. He's like, you do not have as much control over your sperm as you like to think you have. Yeah,
0: that's why the back door is the <laughs> ideal place.
1: Yeah, you have that discussion with her. Um, ain't, gonna, ain't gonna fly. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But, but I just I just imagine you having that discussion with her and you're just coming home. Why is Clay talking to me about anal? <laughs> but then I just
0: have to remind her that do you like squeezing babies out of your vagina?
1: No, that's it, not a
0: thing people enjoy. Well,
1: and that's that's one thing that's funny too is I see this thing all the time but it's like it, it's it's obviously apparent that getting hit in the nuts hurts more than having a kid. I don't believe that. See, I do see, because I'd- if you if you kick a guy in the nuts, yeah. He's not going to want to get kicked in the nuts again. But a woman after a year will go, hey, we should have another kid. Yeah, maybe she's just
0: thinking that'll fix their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to love me more, so let's have another kid. And you're like, I like getting laid, so if I... Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not getting laid right now, so that, sounds, like, yeah. that sounds pretty good. <laughs> there
1: is nothing on my dick. Yeah, let's do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think one of my f- favorite t-shirt sayings that I ever saw was on Harold and Kumar. And it was one of the, the Jewish guys, one of their two friends... And the shirt says, Ass, the other vagina. Oh, yes! <laughs> my ass off every I time I remember see
1: it. that. That's another great movie. Every time I see it. They're walking like down the hall. It's like, wait, what about my yeah. phone? Or yeah, just turn wait, just, they turn up. Oh, we have gone too far. we have
0: gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I always dream of having adventures like that. Oh, uh, that'd be... I mean, I, I don't do drugs like at all. I don't so... think we'd,
1: we'd ever come across Neil Patrick Harris either.
0: NPH is a stand-up guy. Oh,
1: uh. If we did, it would be like a legendary. It would be. It would be legend. Wait for it. Yeah, dairy, dairy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: So, what do you think the differences are between BC and Alberta? Living
1: there are a lot, and I actually still have some friends from BC on my friends list, and it's so funny just watching my timeline absolutely melt within itself whenever there's any sort of like federal conflict. Describe. Like, Explain. Well, like, because I'll see, like, my Alberta and Saskatchewan friends
0: yeah,
1: will be, like, because they're, they're the ones that work in the industry, like, yeah. uh, especially for the oil field and stuff like that. Like, they understand the industry so much more because they're there.
0: And their, their parents were probably there. And yeah. And their parents, like, because the strange thing about living out here is people out here don't ever go anywhere.
1: No. they Their entire
0: family... Okay, remember? I'm getting Not giving. <laughs> okay, <Sorry>, good. Good. <laughs> Wait, how much money? Because I might be giving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, can, can we can we put that on TikTok?
0: Twenty bucks is twenty bucks.
1: Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah, but so the girl uh, that the main girl that's organized this whole thing. We're getting close to the pullout. She goes, "All right, everybody, we're getting close to the pullout." And one guy who's been high on shrooms the whole friggin' time is at the very back, and he goes, "I've got eight hundred thread-count Egyptian cotton sheets. You don't fucking tell me to pull out." <laughs> Two weeks later, they're dating.
0: (laughs) Aw, romance. I know, right? (laughs) So you're talking about mushroom trips. I'm going to tell you about a guy that I think is a trip and a half. Okay. I worked with this guy back in Abbotsford named Weber. and he's I've heard stories. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard this one. He's a very unique individual, one of my closest friends, love the guy to pieces. Went to a U2 concert in England with him last year. Every time I'm in Abbotsford, I hang out with him. He's awesome.
1: Is he the guy that you got kicked out of the Britney Spears concert with?
0: No, that's my friend Jeff. (laughs) Let's talk about that another time. (laughs) That'll be another story. Yeah, when we talk about concerts, that'll that'll be... I mean, I guess I didn't go to that concert, but (laughs) I was still there. I was in the building a couple times and forcibly removed a couple times. (laughs) But uh, Weber, so he was a young kid I hired like pretty much a year out of high school, so he was one of my employees, and he had this unique ability to... Always do the stupidest fucking shit at the most opportune and inopportune time. You mean Where, like shmur? Yeah, sort of like Schmurr, but like, you know, not an idiot. <laughs> like, wherever, wherever, he's good people. And smart. So, he used to, in his head, I think, he used to own the restaurant that we all worked at. Oh, God. In his head, he would always answer the phone. So whenever the the phone rang and he saw the call display and it was the owner's cell phone, he'd be like, thank you for calling Weber's Pizza. <laughs> Weber speaking. How may Weber direct your call? <laughs> and the owner be like, yeah, can you can you get Clay, please? <laughs> and stop answering the phone like that, please. You know, and we just laugh because we're all standing there. He's like, oh, chicken, oh, chicken, oh, he's calling, he's calling. So he'd pick up the phone. But he used to write his name and shit, Weber, Weber this, Weber that. And one time he was asked to pressure wash the... Outside of the The parking lot Oh no So he's pressure washing For you know An hour Whatever the The parking lot And then he comes Inside the restaurant and he's like I need to show you something I think I really fucked up And I was like <laughs> How do you fuck up Pressure washing right So I go out there And I was like No man It looks good Like like there's no dirt No gravel Everything's pushed away That That's, that's awesome and He's like No 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 Ch- Check the garbage enclosure <laughs> So the The garbage bins The big huge like You know Quick pick or whatever Is taking away the garbage Yeah uh, Waste management They they had them in a a garbage enclosure, so they were behind seeing eyes. I guess you couldn't see them. You just saw this big wooden fence, and it's a freshly stained, like tan colored fence, and written, you know, twenty feet wide and four feet high with a three thousand psi pressure washer. Weber Inc. Like Weber Incorporated. So he wrote his company name that he didn't even own on the side of the fucking building of where we worked. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why would you do that? He's like, I don't know. Like, you, I understand, you know, you, you do the first part of the W and think, oh, I shouldn't do this. But how do you get through Weber Inc and go, oh, fuck. I fucked up. So, yeah, I believe he actually oh. got fired for that.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But he got hired back a week later. The The owner hired him back a couple times because, I mean, he was a good fucking kid, right? Yeah. He just does really fucking weird shit. <laughs> One time we were all
1: we had somebody that our work that was like that longman yeah <laughs> you didn't know about the broken paper towel I did and so I, he
0: he glued it all back together yeah. after yeah after he kicked it
1: yeah yeah no did I, you know about that right away or how long did it take uh, you? when
0: I noticed that the thing was broken I was like huh but uh, he always <laughs> used to punch like the the dip boxes at yeah. A, so I always knew that when I saw the fist marks and stuff, I yeah, was like... Yeah, this was a kick. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it must have been, you know... Because most of the employees wouldn't even try and fix it. He yeah. was probably like, oh, I can fix this, I can fix this, right? And he fixed it.
1: But yeah, we... Yeah, were... Actually, that thing held up for quite some time. It Yeah.
0: Do I still have it? No, I have a new one. <laughs> but uh, I remember this one time we're all working in the kitchen, and so there's a walk-in cooler, a walk-in freezer, and then there's a beer cooler in the back. Yeah. So the beer cooler is the size of the walk-in cooler, but it houses all the kegs. Yeah. And all the syrups for the pop, for the fountain pop, So everything's really really cold But he comes out and he's soaking wet Like from the face down, his apron, his uniform And we're all looking at him like dinner rush or lunch rush Whatever it was just ended So we have time to like, you know, investigate we're Like, dude, what the fuck man? He goes, I I think I broke the keg I was like, what? Like, what do you mean you broke the keg? Like, did they ask you to change it? Because we would change the kegs for the servers all the time, right? Yeah. Like, hey, can you change, you know, the the Rickards Red or whatever So yeah, yeah sure, yeah, yeah. no problem so he's like, no, I think I broke it. Like, I broke it. I was like, dude, you can't break a keg. Like, if you drop it, you know, from 30 feet, you might break it. But you don't break a fucking keg, right? They're, they're almost indestructible. Yeah. But yet, he's soaking wet, smelling like beer from the, like, head down.
1: <laughs> so your curiosity is... Previous. Oh, yeah. I was like,
0: well... And then, then I'm thinking, I'm, I'm about to lose my mind. thinking, like, did he break all, like, the, the pressurized beer taps that oh, are all in there? Like, did he rip one off the wall? Like, because, you know... You pressure wash your fucking name into the side of the building. <laughs> Who's to say he's not gonna walk in there go, I want that and just rip it off the wall? So, you know, the three or four of us walk in there and I'm looking around, I was like, There all the all the gadgets and all the pressures, it's all good. I'm looking at all the kegs, none of them are broken. I was like, What do you mean you broke it? Can you show me what you did? He's like, Okay, just watch. And then in his apron string, he had a knife sharpening blade. So you know the handle <laughs> oh. with like the like the the sp- beer sort of thing you sharpen sharpen, he had that like a sword in in his apron string and I was like what the fuck (laughs) so he pulls it out like he's gonna do fencing and then he just goes right to the center of a, like an old keg where you would put the new tap on and click yeah, it, yeah. and he just stabs it. So I guess he stabbed the nipple and it opened up, and the beer, the rest of the beer was still under pressure, just sprayed him in the face. Oh. I was like, dude, you didn't break anything. You just did what the tap usually does, but the tap seals it in. You just stabbed it, and had an open hole. He's like, oh shit, I thought I broke it. <laughs> like, no, you didn't break it at all. But go change your uniform. You smell like beer.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but
0: then we ch- decided to do something funny when we saw him with the sword, the, the the fake sword that he had. Yeah. So after he got changed, we made him put the little knife sharp the like the knife sharpener back in his like sheath, like in his apron string. Yeah. And then we grabbed a pizza box and we we sliced it. So. It's like, I know you do, but you can't be just digging your grubby hands <laughs> yeah, into the no, to the loaf.
2: My health issues, like bread, is one of the worst things in terms of my body. If you had ah, a gallbladder, sugar. would the it's, bread be okay? No, it's the blood sugar. What if you issue? had two gallbladders? No, has nothing to do with the bread, unfortunately. It's, or the gallbladder? It's my no, yeah, that has nothing to do with the gallbladder. The bread has nothing to do with the gallbladder. Okay. It's about my insulin and blood sugar levels, so I can't have bread anymore. I'm, but anyways,
0: my mom had gallbladder problems when I was a kid, and she didn't get it taken out. I remember her making like turnip juice. Oh. Uh, she was like putting turnips in like a juicer, and she was drinking this stuff. I think it went on like years, and then finally she had her gallbladder taken out. Yeah, because
2: that's not going to fucking... Mine was really weird because I had um, gallstones, but they were stuck in the neck of the gallbladder. So my symptoms were not really like the gallbladder itself. It was the stones rubbing the inside of my organ and like cutting it open uh, and like rubbing it raw kind yeah. of thing. And so my symptoms were really weird. So we couldn't figure it out for about a year and a half. And then they finally did, and they got it out.
0: So after your operation, how tender or sore was your body? Horrible. Okay. Um, My mom was out of the operation. I, I think I know exactly why, once again, why I was never invited to family picnics. <laughs> but we're at my grandparents' house, like my mom's parents. Yeah. And I wanted something and she wouldn't give it to me. So I just swung and hit her on her where she just got stitched oh, up in her no. ladder. Oh, yeah. And, and her dad, my grandpa, he's a big man. He grabbed me and I don't think I've ever been hit yeah. by my grandpa and he hit me. Yeah. And I deserved it.
2: Yes, you did. And
0: it was a hard hit, but I had no... I was, you know, 11. Yeah. 12, no, no real comprehension as yeah. to what it would be. I knew that... I knew she was in pain it there. No, it was horrible. And I knew it would mean something if I hit yeah. her there. But I still didn't get what I wanted.
2: I couldn't sit up or walk for like a few days. I had to just lay down all the time. Because like, a, I had so many incisions on my stomach. I had four incisions. Hmm. Um, and then they pump you full of gas. And then sew you back up without taking it out like there's no real way to take it out and so it actually just floats into your uh, under your collarbones because you you're usually erect right you stand up i'm erect and, all the time all the time and so it floats into your collarbones it was the worst pain i've ever felt I felt like somebody was wrapping their their fingers around how my did they figure
0: that out like they're like yeah. hmm, well the body will just It does get rid of it. It'll just evaporate through like the collarbones and people are like, are you on crack? Yeah. What kind of science is that? It's like, I don't know. There's nothing really, a doctor doesn't exist anymore. yeah. You know what I mean? Those things like when it first happened, like when the first people were, how do you, I don't know. Well, they probably weren't pumping gas at the time. No,
2: they weren't. Yeah. Because now they do that. But anyway, it's, it's horrible. But yeah, no. I got, my mom, it makes me laugh, I had a few surgeries, and my mom is like, love her, and she's tried so hard, and you know, when I got my tonsils out when I was 14, and of course I lived at home, obviously I'm 14, and she took good care of me, and then when I was 21, I got my gallbladder out living in, uh, like, a was university, going to university yeah. in a big city, and so she had to actually come and stay with me for a few days, in my condo to take care of me in saskatoon did
0: she ever hit you on the wound because no, she wanted no, something you no but
2: go her? my mom has this real bad ha- and again not her fault i sh- i'm old enough to read but my mom would read through all like the pre-op stuff and just kind of like skim through it of like aftercare and stuff like that and i love her again and she always like she you know i get home for my surgeries and she wants to make me some food so when i got home for my tonsils uh you know you can't eat much with tonsils you can liquids jello ice cream she had made jello for me um and then they specifically said as we left the hospital hey don't eat anything with red food coloring oh, no. in it because it can, your wounds can open up and bleed so don't stain your mouth red or else if you have to run to the hospital they won't know if you're bleeding and anyway my mom just looked at me she's like I made you red jello. <laughs> and I was like, mother. And so I went home and of course I ate this red jello. And then I threw it up on my open wounds. And then we couldn't tell if it was bleeding. It's almost like they knew. <laughs> it was horrible. And then the next one, like my gallbladder, we get home and I was hungry like way into the evening. And so she made me um, like itchy ban soup, like a Mr. Noodles kind of yeah. thing. And then she's reading through it and she's like, oh yeah, right, gallbladder. You're supposed to avoid Fatty food. <laughs> she gave me fucking itchy pants. I was like, no. I, I didn't really bother it that much. She's a lovely woman, but um, really bad at looking at dietary restraints <laughs> when it comes to surgeries. But anyways, back to food, because I'm very proud of my food this week. Um, yesterday, I didn't make anything because we went on a day trip away. But this morning, I made crepes. Mm-hmm. And I made I've never them. made
0: crepes. How strange I is that? Because I cook a lot. Yeah. I've never made. I love crepes, but i never made them
2: my trainer is the the manager of the whole gym okay so and i'm her uh, i've gone to her for a year and a half and so i'm her um um guinea pig kind of person or like her tester so when she gets new trainers in like she because she does the hiring she'll get bring them in for like a few test days and she always should be like she'll warn me and just be like hey when you come in today like i'm trying out a new trainer i'm going to give you them for your session yeah and you're going to come tell me how they are. So, like, I literally get...
0: <laughs> you're a spy. I've,
2: I've been the tester for every single one of them. So, I know all of them um, pretty well. And so, I, those are kind of my gym people that I know. But I don't talk to the randos too much. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> if you could only have sex while something was inside your butthole would you rather it be oh sorry (laughs) i thought that was the question yes (laughs) would you rather it be a whisk (laughs) Hmm. or handle
0: or the whisk (laughs) the whisk (laughs) do i get to choose the size is it one of those little baby ones or is like it's one of those you know what we're whipping up something big today
2: it's like a medium like the, the regular size whisk okay. or a what's another <laughs> fun shape <laughs> um or it's a hmm.
1: <laughs> keep going
2: i know i'm trying to think of what uh, a good shape would be it could oh it's gotta
0: be a good shape something like um i don't know something rectangle how about a meat tenderizer <laughs>
2: yeah. uh. why is it I'm, probably, I'm
0: already in the kitchen grabbing I mean, the whisk. I may as well grab the meat tenderizer while I'm there.
2: Right? <laughs> Let's see. What is something that would just feel weird on the inside?
0: The uh, meat tenderizer. <laughs> Anything not dick-shaped.
2: Well, what would you go with?
0: Anything I not... i go
2: with a whisk over a meat tenderizer. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Because I don't want the jagged edges of that tenderizer <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. I was trying to think. But of also, I mean, like... If...
2: Uncomfortable. If
0: you think about it, the whisk, starts with a bulbous end. Yeah. Once you get that in there, the whole other thing just slides in because you've already broken that it's seal. It's true.
2: So it's just like, it's done. True. I know. I feel like the other one should be something like, um, like a stress ball that has the, the little nubs on the it. The nubs, like the, all like the. But you're
0: not gonna feel that once no, it's no, no, in there. No,
2: no, but here's the thing: is you're turned on, it. you're ready to go. Do you know how fucking hard that's gonna be to get in your butt hole? Because well, if you shove a little bit in, it all goes to one side, <laughs> and you have to like try and poke it. It's going to continually try to poke up. By the time you get that inside your butthole, she's gone. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if
0: you think about it, if, if I'm turned on like you say I am, and something's going in my ass, my ass starts to get wet. Like yeah. a girls vagina. Men- <laughs> <laughs> it does <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's poo juice, <laughs> but it's like, that's wet. So it's like a bonus. That, nice. that thing should slide. You know what? It'll slide in and out of there. You need something bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: God.
0: Welcome back, know it alls. Today we have a very special guest.
2: <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, no
0: our problem. guest
2: uh, is going to go by the wonderful name uh Daddy Issues.
0: Which is her name before we invited her, but once I heard the name, I was like, hell yeah, we need one of these on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. And they could get a t-shirt like made with that on there. It would have just showed up in that. It's true. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say if we only if we had video. <laughs> um it kind of fits in with our uh, our previous episode on Father's Day and Daddy's yeah. Day anyway. So unfortunately, didn't get her for that one. But we're going to run for another episode uh, where Daddy Issues maybe can chime in. Uh, this sounds so horrible. <laughs> I'm like, we, we we have a very special, really fun topic. It's called rejection. And we brought Daddy Issues on to talk about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So we all, we've all faced rejection, right? We've, we've all come head to head with it. And it sucks ass.
2: Yeah. So
0: who who wants to go first with whatever they think they've been rejected? For I just, life?
2: I really want to know, I can go first, but I really want to know what, like, if anyone has any fun, none of them are fun. I keep saying it's fun. It's not yeah. um, any fun, like first time you can remember being rejected or it's like the first time you got rejected where it actually like affected you, where you're like, because I have one Mm -hmm. I have a couple I feel like I've told similar stories on here before about it though like I have some from like friends of when I was really young like elementary school and girls are the fucking worst um and I have been like rejected when I was in grade two there were only seven girls in my class there was like 27 people but only seven girls and this one girl had a birthday party and invited every girl in my class except for me I know.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Ouch.
2: Yeah. No, it's it's six. the other six girls all went. I was the only one not invited. And then my birthday was two weeks later, right? And my mom, even though she was so pissed off about it, she just didn't feel right about like not inviting this girl. So I invited her to my party and she fucking ruined my party. She came and we did like face painting and she got her face painted and cried because she didn't like it. Uh, and got her mom to pick her up like halfway through and just do a huge temper tantrum. I remember it. I was literally in grade two. What is that? Like eight, eight years old. Was like, this is such a sad story to start <laughs> off with. Like you went <laughs> hard on rejection so quick. I know. I, I've i had worse.
0: See, I, I, I don't, I don't even want to say mine. They can't even really relate, you know? Oh
2: my God. I, people, I thought they were my friends when I was a kid. And <laughs> and they were just mean. That's horrible. Yeah. I
0: remember being in like grade four or five and a girl was having, you know, another birthday party situation. Right.
2: Oh yeah, and I, was,
0: I was invited to it. It was a guy and girl, you know, invite birthday, which didn't happen at the time. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of sweet. And then I found out a week later, she's like, Hey, I need to talk to you. I have to uninvite you because the, the girl's coming. Uh, it's going to be like a dancing party and they don't want to dance with you.
2: <gasps> oh, I was oh like, no,
0: Ouch, that's sort of going to wound me until I'm a grown ass man yeah, yeah. I, i'm a grown-ass man and it still hurts
2: there's many times in my life where i got rejected and i was really upset about it but now i'm grown and i'm happy all the time like my life is great so i was like why don't we talk you know some of these sad stories but then but you know our listeners just can't they don't have to cry for us i have to be sad because we ended up here and we're happy now oh yeah
0: i'm totally happy with who i am and how things yeah. worked out
2: you clearly don't know us if you don't think that we don't humble brag. I love that humble brag. Like, we're just so happy now. And yeah. life is fucking great. Thank you, guys. Well,
0: that, that's the lowest form of it right there. It's usually a lot of <laughs> a lot more tooting your own horn. Like, you have no idea.
2: Yeah. yeah no, I was like, you really need to listen to this show. Clay and I think we are the, <laughs> the shit. shit. That's great. Well, we
0: we <laughs> have answers for everything.
2: Yeah, we are this couple of the most smartest humans. If you have any problems or any, uh, you know, anything you need solved, we're yeah. the people. Yeah. Well, like, no, you yeah. can make a business out of it. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't I don't know because we wouldn't get a lot of repeat customers because they'd be so satisfied with how things went. They'd never That's come real. back for more information or more help or more anything.
2: So really you didn't go back, fuck up their life
0: Like resurface the bathrooms in any way, or somebody just wrote down random digits and it ended up being her.
2: That's weird. That's crazy. I would I would have played <laughs> along with aspect. it. Yeah, yeah. She could have made she she could have made their day. She could have. <laughs> and then she shows up and they're like Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess yeah. we're here now. You're not a teenage <laughs> girl at all. Anyways, do you have a a, a a memory of your rejection? I do. Of one of the first times? I was uh, four years old. Four? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I had strep throat. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen my father. Because I'm going to go with this daddy issues. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I hadn't seen my father in three days. He was at work. And I get home and I can't talk because I got lost my voice, you know, yeah. strep. And he looks at me and he goes, That is how I want my child. That is my ideal child. Like, then don't have children. Buy a doll. Right. And for the next like, 30 years, that's what happened. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: I I have kids and I understand his mindset.
2: Now, maybe don't say Say that out loud. I'll
0: wait till after Father's Day. They think it's a good idea. But you know
2: what? Now he loves it. He's like, I I gave you the gift of talking. Now so I'm it. like, sure, I w- I'll just go with it. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I passed on all my issues. But also look at that voice. You got this. <laughs> the wonderful gift. Yeah, it's rough. But you think of like the people you date because of your issues. Yeah, no, that mean? is true. Yeah. The people you become attracted to based on your issues. In terms of recent, so yeah, like I said, I recently got rejected from a job interview, um, but I was uh, happy to stay where I am. Right. And so I did, it didn't really bother me. and It, was, it made me think about like all the different times in my life I've been rejected. And we had kind of conversations about this stuff in the past of like, Clay and I had had an episode about when you, when you had like an aha moment or like where someone said something to you and it like stuck in your head. Like forever. a revelation. Yeah. And I had some of those with rejection moments, stuff like that. I want to tell you guys the most middle school thing that you've ever heard in your entire life. This is such a middle school. I was in like grade seven or eight and there was a boy. It'll, there's always a boy. And What's he, no, no. Was his name Tanner? So, no, his name wasn't Tanner. His name was like Nick, I think. Okay, Nick so that's
0: was before my time. Yeah,
2: he wasn't hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was during, you knew me then, but uh, it was with my friend, another friend named, her name was Sam. You knew Sam
0: soccer player hockey i think
2: so. hockey yeah hockey. Yeah, yeah. Hockey. yeah yeah.
0: went to the college yeah
2: anyway so we we had this boy at school and we jokingly said to him which one of us would you want to date <laughs> right away it's like oh this is a fucking bad idea it was a complete joke but then by the end of the day it became very serious and this boy was like i will come tomorrow with my answer and whoever oh. i choose will be my girlfriend. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: I'm going to use that logic now. Can a grown man talk like that?
2: <laughs> well, I don't think so, because it's the most middle school thing. Like, two girls just being like, okay, like, that, that seems sounds fair. Yeah. Why would we have a say in it? Yeah. It's only the boy's decision. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, I understand that.
2: <laughs> I think he was, like, he played hockey. I think he was a goalie. And so it's, you know, he was a <laughs> middle school hockey boy. So he's like, let me decide. I have my pick. Yeah, yeah because he can he's the king he you is. know middle school yeah that they rule the school they, they rule do. everything yep hockey boys are you kidding oh, yeah. me yep. they're hot. where we live yep. and they're but they're not, but they're not like, yeah. <laughs> when you get older you're like wow this is fucking greasy <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> that's greasy yep um and it's complete asshole anyway uh, i think you guys can guess what happened it's <laughs>
0: well, about rejection i'm gonna throw it out here yeah Sam was not rejected and you Sam were. Was,
2: yeah, <laughs> I think is? that's what happened. How long did Sam and Nick stay together for? Um, a few weeks. Really? Yeah, for middle school, that's, that's not bad. But I remember she had many boyfriends. Like, she's dated before I and can. I never had a boyfriend. So I was like, oh, I don't really like him that much. But then like over the course of 24 hours of when he said, I, like it? I was like, I could date him. I could, yeah. sure, yeah. you know.
0: I could change who I am. I love this guy. He plays hockey.
2: I could change exactly who I am and just and just for the experience yeah. of being able to say I had don't a boyfriend. Don't we all have that mentality where we're like, I could do this. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a great idea. I like, just don't think about it too hard. I've been there and I feel like oh, always regret it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, of some of your decisions and I'm like, yeah, you would. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's some times where I'm like, I might as well. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, oh, damn it. What do you um, think the
0: boy's doing right now?
2: That boy? Yeah. Oh, I should look him up on Facebook. I don't have him on Facebook. I. don't have him on
0: Facebook.
2: <laughs> Ой, сю, ой,